I was scrolling, and when I saw her face, I broke down crying and went straight to the piano to write, You Can Do This. This episode is not for little ears, so push pause and take a minute to put your earbuds in. Trigger warnings for suicide attempts and death by a car accident. My cousin was normally a very happy-go-lucky sort of person, always a smile on her face. This time, though, she was straight-faced, sullen, aching, a changed person, not knowing if she or her son would ever be okay. Her 17-year-old son had been driving and hit another car where the other driver was killed. The weight of that was heavy, soul-breaking heavy, and I could see it in her face that day. I felt helpless, not having any experience on how to help or what to do. All I could do was write a song, so I wrote this for her. All these years later, it's difficult for me to play this song live because while it was for her, It's also for all the people I know who go through painful experiences. It's the song and the words I use when I'm coaching myself through a hard time. It's for you. It's the song you'll hear in your head to tell you it's okay to hurt and things won't always make sense. It's the song you'll share with a friend when they need a listening ear. The song will sit with you while you cry. She is asked to remain anonymous. This is a short version of her story told by her. Feel free to use closed captions when needed. My oldest son was born in 1998. He was born dead. My son had been dead probably for 10, at least 10 minutes before they were able to revive him. And I feel like that maybe has caused some of his depression later in life. He recovered and grew and was a happy, healthy, fat baby. Um, As soon as he could walk, he was exploring everything. He loved animals, rocks, critters, you you name it. He just loved being outdoors. And he was always curious and he had a very logical brain and wanted to know how everything worked. When he turned 14, it was almost as if overnight he turned into a different kid. As soon as puberty hit, it really took an effect on his body and it emphasized the depression that he had been having. And I had no inkling of how hard things were going to get before they started getting better. When he was 15, almost 16, He had gotten a a fight with his dad and he decided to take a a bottle of Tylenol. So I took him to the hospital and we had his stomach pumped. And come to find out uh, when your child tries to take their own life, they are required to go to a behavior center and be on suicide watch for a couple days. And um, my husband was too distraught over all of this that he couldn't come with me. He, He decided to stay home. So me and my mom packed up my son and drove him two hours away to take him to this behavior center. And when we got him there, I don't think either my son or I really processed what was gonna happen. I mean, all of this is new and um, when I got him there, we got him checked in and when it was time for me to leave, that's when reality hit for both me and my son. 
And he immediately latched onto me and and was like hugging me and crying and begging. And he was like, Mom, please don't let them take me. Please don't let them take me. And me, that was the hardest thing in the world I've ever had to do. Because when I was a kid, I suffered from separation anxiety so bad from my mom. And so I could understand exactly how scared he felt. And it just, it broke me. And I was kind of resentful that my husband didn't come and have to go through that as well. But, you know, there's nothing I could do about that. So I got home and like the four days after that, he was there. I just, I I couldn't function. And I'm not a person that gets depressed. You know, I, I haven't struggled with mental illness, thank heavens. But um, I was really depressed and I couldn't get out of bed. But my son would call me throughout that week and, he, and that was hard too because he would just cry and beg us to take him home. Well, we, we later found out that um, I, mental health is not covered on your health insurance, which is really crazy because your mental health affects your physical health. And I actually didn't feel good about having him there anyway. And so after five days, we, we checked him out early and brought him back home. When my son was 17, he was driving west um, as the sun was setting, and he didn't see a stop sign. And he hit a car, and the woman driving died in the accident. And her 12-year-old daughter had a major brain injury and had to get life-lighted to a bigger hospital. I was notified by the police that my son was in a wreck. I went to the hospital to see what was happening. I was just devastated. Devastated for the family that was affected by the accident and devastated that my son, who is already suicidal, has something horrific to deal with and it's not gonna help his reason to live at all. He would he'd cry and, and just cry and tell me, Mom, why is it, why wasn't it me that, it died. Why did? Why? Why couldn't have been me? And he was just spiraling. I didn't know what to do. My husband didn't know what to do. We were at our wit's ends. Everything that we had tried had just backfired. Every um, thing that our religion told us to do, it made it worse. And I finally had to get to a point of surrender. And finally, when I surrendered, I could really listen to my own intuition. And for years I had been researching places to, um, to help my son and I found a place and it's an outdoor wilderness therapy. And I knew that my son was just struggling to find his worth and he didn't need any more punishments and any more thing to make him feel worse than he already felt. He was there for about six to seven weeks. When we picked him up, I could tell that it just, it really helped him. But he still had that underlying depression um, that was still just there. And, um, and soon after that, I found a, a treatment called neurotherapy. And what it does is it uh, maps their brain, kind of finds the patterns that they're using, and then they put the probes on their brain and they exercise it so that it will start using the, the parts of the brain they're not actively using very often. We did two years of that treatment with him, and he told me a little bit after he started treatments, and he was like, Mom, I can't tell you how much better I can think now that I've been doing this therapy. He felt like 
he couldn't think as clear before. He could, I mean, and we, we could have told you that as well. It was hard to get anything through to him. And I think that was the consequence of him dying at birth. But then when it came time to, for the trial, because of the accident, I was worried. I, you know, I was just sick to my stomach because I just knew deep down if he had to go to jail, it was just going to reinforce in him that he was a bad person. And, and I, I don't think he would have ever came back from that. So thank heavens that the treatments we had done and the, the things that we were proactive with, the judge took his history in consideration and sentenced him to two years of probation. When my cousin wrote this song, it was at a time when, after the accident had happened, and it felt like the world was just absolutely over for, for me and for my son. My son is 24 now. He still struggles with depression, but we have found
you know, he still has always struggled with depression. And we have found ways to help him manage it. But it's always going to be there. And, um, yeah, I mean, life is just hard. It's harder for some people than others. And what it has taught me, everything with my son, was that I used to be a very black and white believer. I used to be very judgmental and I couldn't see the gray before. I used to think the gray was kind of evil. (laughs) And everything I've been through with my son has just opened my heart up. And I hope that, you know, we as people in humanity can know that there's a whole story that we don't know with depression you know i used to think that that was something you could just snap out of and you know with dealing with my son i know it's a very physical and real thing and i hate that they even call it mental illness because your brain is part of your physical body it actually changed my whole belief system Uh, everything i'd been through with my son i don't know when you go through a lot of suffering and a lot of um life and death situations it opens you up and it kind of cracks you out of the box that you're in i have a lot of other things i can say but i'll stop it here